The VEX Robotics World Championships are underway again. Welcome back to Textination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from VEX Robotics is the Director of Educational Strategy, Jason McKenna. Hi, Jason. Hello, Fred. How are you? I'm terrific. Well, there are big doings in Dallas going on and in-person competition once again. Give us the overview. Yeah, so uh, we're very excited to be having VEX Worlds, of course. Uh, much like the rest of the world, we've been on hiatus uh, for the last few years due to the pandemic. But um, we have teams representing in over 40 countries uh, here in Dallas this weekend, um, competing in the VEX Robotics World Championships. Uh, we have students from um, elementary schools all the way up through college in our VEXU uh, competition over the course of the next two weeks uh, we'll be competing here. Well, describe for people who may not be familiar with, with all of this and what the competition's about what it is that takes place. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start a little bit further back from that. Uh, if you think about uh, STEM education, uh, which is a big thing in education right now, incorporating science, technology, engineering, and math all together, you know, at VEX, we feel that robotics is the perfect organizer for that because you're really able to integrate all of those disciplines together seamlessly. Obviously, with the engineering, you're building the robot, you're coding the robot with the technology, you're using math to code the robot. And you're experimenting with a lot of different things, investigating a lot of different things with the science. So robotics is really a great organizer for STEM. And there's classrooms all over the world using robotics. And there's also after-school clubs and also classrooms that are using robotics in a robotics competition. So every year there's a new competition that's created, one uh, for elementary middle school students, which is the VEX-IQ competition. Uh, VEX-IQ is our plastic-based robotic system. And then for older uh, middle school students and high school and college students, we have the VRC, the VEX Robotics Championship that uses our V5 robots, which is our metal robotics system. Uh, both of those systems have sensors that you can use to do some pretty intricate coding with it. And what the students do is they spend time trying to uh, trying to score as high as possible score as possible by picking up game elements, putting them in certain places, putting certain objects on the field in certain places. Uh, with the VRC game, it's balancing their robots um, on the balancer at the end, or you can hang your IQ robot at the end if you built the right attachment for it. So it's a very open-ended game that really allows students to explore uh, computer science, engineering, and STEM in a very fun and engaging way. And a lot of kids get involved with this. So tell us how it works out. Are, do kids pay their own way to come there or how does it typically work out? Or does it vary? So how it works out is there are um, regional competitions uh, that are done by what are referred to as event partners uh, that can basically help schools run these competitions. The event partners work for a nonprofit called the Robotics Education Competition Foundation. Uh, they're the ones that are actually hosting of the VEX Worlds competitions here in Dallas. So what the REC does is it will help schools at a regional level uh, put on these events where different kids can compete with one another. Those, if you think about high school sports, it's very similar. Those kids can then go to states or regional events, and then those kids qualify for VEX Worlds. Once they qualify for VEX Worlds, you know, as I mentioned, we have kids from over 40 countries here. Uh, sometimes it can be funded by uh, different companies and organizations. So uh, local tech companies oftentimes end up funding the travel costs for a lot of these students to come here to stay for the hotels. Uh, schools oftentimes sponsor it. You know, schools get a lot of, of tremendous publicity for having students compete at VEX Worlds. One of my favorite things on social media is when students, when schools have pep assemblies 
uh, for the kids as they're getting ready to leave to go to go compete, whether at States or Vex Worlds. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to see. So school sponsorship does uh, do a lot for it. And then there's a lot of teams uh, that do GoFundMe's and do their own fundraisers. They run summer camps. They do these things to try to defray the cost for these kids to come and participate here. What are some of the benefits that these students derive uh, from this? It's been going on for a while now. And what have you seen with some of the kids who more or less graduated from this? Yeah, so there's a lot of benefits from it. Uh, first of all, we'll, we'll talk career focus. So Kettering University is here. They're one of our uh, sponsors that work with the REC. And they love having VEC students come to their university because those students uh, do very well in an engineering-focused type environment. Uh, we have sponsors. North of Grumman is our biggest sponsor uh, because they hire a lot of VEC students there uh, for some of the things that they're doing at their company. They hire a lot of interns that are students that were on VEX teams because they know these students have done a lot of engineering. They've done a lot of computer science. They've engaged in the engineering design process. So they're used to viewing failure as feedback and they're used to being very iterative and they know what that process is like. Uh, they're not afraid to take on big challenges. Uh, they, they, they view the impossible as something that's just an opinion and they go and they try to, uh, to create certain things to um, uh, to, to build really amazing machines with these different robotic systems. So from a career perspective, there are a lot of different industries out there that are very much attracted and, and universities that are very much attracted to uh, VEX students. Uh, for myself, as a former educator, uh, someone, you know, I taught sixth grades. So I don't have an engineering or computer science background. I love seeing the camaraderie. You see kids here, they're all wearing the same outfits, just like a, just like a uniform. You see how enthusiastic they are. The pits where the teams are before they compete, you see how they decorate them. The amount of spirit and camaraderie they have, uh, this is building belonging. Uh, this is engaging at its highest level. So you see kids so engaged in something where they're learning so much. That's as an educator, that's what you're always looking for. So these kids are not just learning the engineering design process, engineering and computer science. They're making lifelong friends. They're learning skills like communication and collaboration. They're learning how to solve problems. And this is a very fun experience for them, which then makes school itself that much more fun or that much more interesting for them. And even though these are teams that are competing against each other, I assume there's some socializing and friendships made. There are friendships made. If, if you walk around right now, uh, so we're, we're in the middle of the VRC game right now, and, and they're starting to form alliances. So essentially what will happen is the kids, as you mentioned, will compete against one another. As they move on to the finals, they'll actually work two versus two. So they'll have an alliance with another team, and, they'll, they'll, and then you'll have two against two uh, competing on the VRC field. Which that means is that you could have a school from, you know, I, I just talked to a bunch of kids from Farmersville, Texas. They could be in alliance with a team from Mexico or from Canada or from Europe or from the Philippines. And they're able to break down those language barriers because they're all talking the language of robotics. They're all talking the language of STEM. And as a result of that, they're able to communicate well together so they can then compete with each other. Um, in the robotics competitions themselves. So what's great is the kids don't just form relationships with the people on their team, but they're also forming relationships with different cultures and with students from different countries. And it's really an inspiring and wonderful thing to see. So when will this all conclude? This is next week? So this is going to run, uh, we started on Tuesday. It's going to run through May 12th. 
Uh, basically, the way that it's set up is we're, we're having a middle school VRC and VEXU. Then we'll have high school uh, a VEX robotics competition. And then the, the VEX IQ competition will begin. And we'll do elementary for VEX IQ. And then we'll do middle school for VEX IQ also. So um, it's a lot of different competitions that spans you know, a, a wide span of ages for students really taking place over the next two weeks here in Dallas. Terrific. Is there a place people can go to to check out what's going on? Yeah, you can go to VexRobotics.com and learn more about all of our different products. Uh, these students are competing in middle school and high school, but we have products around robotics and computer science that run all the way down to students who are as young as four years old. And you can see all that at VexRobotics.com. Um, if you're really interested in getting started and not sure how, we have a website devoted to that. It's, it's called Get Started. Uh, vex.com and you can go there to see how to get started with any of our platforms and if you're really really excited about starting a competition team and you want to reach out to an event partner or to a team engagement manager to help do that then you can go to the rec website uh, go to the robotics education competition foundation website and there's information on there that will help you get started with the robotics team well, congratulations on having the in-person event there and, and overall what you're doing with these kids. It's terrific. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on so I can talk about it with you. I appreciate it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.